0: So Auric, where do you see journalism being in fifteen to twenty years, or where should it be?
1: Um, I can say where it shouldn't be. It it shouldn't just uh, go on doing what uh, what we are doing now, uh, because that is uh, that is not leading journalism and society into uh, uh, places where we where we want to be. Uh, it has it has led to a polarization and uh, mistrust in institutions and because we, we wanted that. It got, but it was a natural consequence of the way we focus journalism. I sincerely do hope that journalism is an essential part of uh, people's lives, uh, of, of society, that journalism uh, come to its senses and realizes that uh, there's a market for and a need for um, journalism that is passionate which is trusted, um, which is nuanced, um, fact-based, and forward-looking.
0: How do we get there?
1: We get there mainly uh, and and firstly uh, by uh, being critical, uh, not only to everybody in any other industry, but to ourselves, which is the most difficult thing. But that's what, in in order to change something, you have to realize that something that something is wrong. We have to realize uh, what the incentive structures in our industry has been, and where that has led uh, journalism, uh, where that led society and the the public debate. And and because you can't start losing weight until you dare looking in the mirror without clothes on and and see that it doesn't really look good. You you have you have to shape up a little bit, and we need to do that we need to shape up a little bit and understand that uh, why, why we're here and uh, how how we need to change to uh, to be a better version of ourselves because society needs journalism.
0: So uh, the difficulty is what do we have to change to in order to have a form of journalism that is viable and trusted in 15 to 20 years?
1: Yeah, can, can I tell you, Sometimes it's easier uh, talking about other industries. Let's look at the food industry. In the late 70s, early 80s, hippies around the world ran around, looked at the way food was being produced, how animals were being treated in the stables, how we use chemicals uh, producing food. And the incentive structures in the food industry was produce as much as possible, as fast as possible, as cheap as possible. And the product you gave people were not really, really good. So they started and being ridiculed in the process, trying to say, can we produce in a different way? And the organic movement started that. This, the idea of sustainable food production started. In my country, and I think it goes in, in your country, it is going through the roof of people buying these products, uh, supported by government stamps saying, this is organic, this is not. I think we can learn from that. And I think we need sustainable <laughs> organic journalism, if you might call it that. You might be ridiculed in the beginning, but you're on the right path.
0: So where does your constructive news concept fit into that?
1: I think that's the essence of it. You have to understand that the idea of constructive journalism is not not a religion. It's it's nothing you can convert to. Um, There's no Bible. I've written a very bad book, but uh, it's not a Bible. It's it's a it's a, I chose the word constructive because I we have been talking about quality journalism and better journalism for decades. It hasn't really gotten us anywhere. So we need a new vocabulary. And constructive means having a beneficial purpose. And you could ask, doesn't all journalism have a beneficial purpose? And the, the truth is, no, it's not. Sometimes we produce it just to get people's eyeballs. We produce it, try to produce journalism as any other product, produce as much as possible, as fast as possible and as cheap as possible. And it is had very bad consequences for polarization. People get a screwed up picture about the world. Um, people distrust politics, they distrust and, and it leads to uh, a very harsh tone in the public debate. And it's not because we intended that. It's not because somebody planned for that, but that's, that's the consequence. And constructive journalism is a way of talking about changing that mindset.
0: The, the difficulty is that the publishers are going to say, but we we know how to run our business and it's a very tough business we're in. And so we don't want to change too much. It's going to be very hard for, say, the Sydney Morning Herald or The Age or The Australian to change the way they do media and keep Their business model.
1: I I I disagree. If you have a quality uh, news organization, quality newspaper, who by heart think we want to do good for society, we think trust is important, we think uh, decent journalism is important. um, There are ways of. I mean, it, it is not a. It's not a completely revolution. I mean, we should still uncover problems in society, but our our focus has been uncover problems in society, full stop, and then move on to another problem and another problem and another problem. And we think that's the essence what we should do in, in quality journalism. And the problem for that is if we never ask the questions that none of us, the two of us learned in journalism schools, which is called now what and how. I mean, now we're documented there's something wrong. What should we do about it? and asking the question, if we have a problem in Adelaide, have they had the same problem in Canberra and what did they do to solve it? Or in New Zealand or in Thailand or in Netherlands, what did they do to solve it? And can we learn from that? And what's the essence? So the now what and the how pointing to the future is also great journalism. And that's a not, It's it might be a revolution in the way we see it, but it's not revolution in when, when it, it's not taking, everything else away what you're doing um, it is adding something and if and if we should and 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 we could just remove some of the stories that we know we produce just because we do them but it's not really really important take away all the the little middle stories and then you have plenty of time of doing that the key thing any news organization should do is listen louder listen louder what does that mean normally we just speak louder in order to get people's attention but listen louder would be to go out on the street and ask three simple questions to people and we know what they will answer right the first question is excuse me sir do you need more news second question do you need faster news third question do you need more information and we know what people will answer they will say no i didn't don't need more i don't need faster i don't need more information i'm drowning in it I need somebody to clean it up. I need an authority in my life. So people don't need more information. They need navigation.
0: So where do Google and Facebook fit into this? Do they need to be paying the publishers for this?
1: Google and Facebook mainly mainly need uh, to, to understand that they are not a tech company, they are media companies and media companies have responsibility and they have understood that they they need to take away hate speech and fake news and misinformation, but they need to do more than that. They have to change their algorithms so they do not only push things into people's feet, um, uh, which is sensational, which generates uh, emotions, um, um, they also have the responsibility as any publisher of what they're doing. So they should also make people able to find stories that does what I'm talking about here.
0: Right. So currently we have some very big publishers like the New York Times and the, and the Guardian, they're global. Then we have some mid-size and in that I'd include Australia's Sydney Morning Herald, The Age, and The Australian and The Daily Telegraph. And the Herald Sun. And then we have some smaller niche publications that cater for very specific markets. So there's business newsletters or um, cynical newsletters or comedy newsletters or sporting online newsletter online publications and, and so on. Where do you see how do you see that changing in the next 15-20 years?
1: I think we will see uh uh, a move towards uh, two tendencies. Uh, one is uh, very, very big global uh, news companies, um, <clears throat> which uh, can be uh, get access to audiences uh, because they have a global language, they have a global brand. Um, you can talk about the New York Times, you can talk about the Guardian, um, and and uh, organizations like this. Um, and, and then you will see another trend where where you these verticals I mean, very niche, it can be newsletters, it can be a news sites, focusing on a very, very specific thing. We deal only with medical uh, stories, or we only deal with Volvo cars, or we, we have this surfer uh, site where everything about surfing, you can watch that. Uh, The the idea of a news organization uh, has been that we sell full packages. You have to read it all, uh, or you have to buy it all, despite the fact you're not reading uh, more than one-tenth of it. You don't read the car section. You don't read other local sections than your own city, and maybe you don't even read that, but you have to buy the whole package because then we could sell that to advertisers. That is going down the drain now. So what we will see is a lot of verticals the little journalist, the, the talented journalist in the little town, doing only stories, a newsletter or little website for that town, he can make a living work out of his kid table, uh, doing journalism only about this town. And you would, because you don't need a lot of production cost, you can produce that. And we'll see an, an explosion of that. Great Journalists who know in detail their little beat. And, between them the very very niche very very small oriented and the very global big things who have the generic thing including that the pop the public funded public service companies because they will be extremely important to glue everything
0: together now so you'd be a supporter of organizations like australia's abc and pbs in the united states and the bbc
1: i think that the idea of public service will be crucial for our democracies in the future, which also places a huge responsibility of people working for these public service companies, understanding the importance they have, the responsibility they have. And with that, I mean, really to go to work every day with both eyes and not only with the eye that looks for stories that supports their own way of seeing the world leading to a huge uh, mistrust in in journalism and public service media not only among polit- politicians uh, but but also in in the general public. Uh, you can see in Germany 73% of all Germans do not trust traditional news organizations including the public service media when they cover uh, immigration, refugees and all these very sensitive sensitive, uh, sensitive uh, uh, very delicate as in, in society. Concluding in, in, in to your question, public service companies will be extremely important because the idea that the market itself can, can make sure that this is happening um, is, 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 is not true. Um, you can see that commercial companies, uh, if, if it's a market running it, uh, you can see at United States uh, how it goes wrong. Fox News was being uh, produced because people could see uh, the News Corp, and murder could see there was, was a market United States uh, filtering the world in such a way that it fitted with uh, people in, in, in middle America, uh, white people uh, with the with voting right. Uh, because most of the, the other uh, news organizations in the private market were uh, leaning towards the left. So they were very successful. And because they were successful, then CNN as a consequence flipped away and became just the opposite um, uh, of of Fox News. And and watching CNN, it's really depressing. Fox News has depressed me all the time. Now CNN is depressing me because they are not even trying to balance what they're doing. Um, They're just speaking for a commercial reason into people who vote Democrat and who hates Trump and all Republicans. And that's maybe good for market shares, but it's really, really not good for the public debate. So I don't want I don't want public service to go there. I need public service to be above all that and really be a place where people can turn to and expect to get the best obtainable version of the truth.
0: Ulrich, love your views as always, and thanks for the early start for us. Thank you very much.